Welcome to Toast in the Morning, your number one podcast for all things sports and more. Here are your hosts, Evan and Peter. Enjoy. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday, Toast. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Uh, right now, how we sit on Monday, we have FDU just lost. Sad case. Sad case. Sad case. We, would, we didn't even talk about when they won. Oh, let's let's roll because because right. we, we recorded on higher March man because we we recorded on Friday let, during the day. Let the record hold. Evan climbed me for his bracket, but his bracket is more busted than mine now. That's all my, I have my, to say. This is my. This, I'm still in the running for the winner. Uh, I think honestly, it's it's anyone's game. Honestly, actually, I I ran the numbers. The most likely outcome here is what it's going to come down to. Okay, is if Yuseli prevails, obviously Dan has the runaway. Okay, he has the last champion standing. But okay. but this is a big but. Mm-hmm. He has one Final Four out, and I have one team Final Four out. If UCLA hangs on, which they should in the next round, same with UConn, they will face head-to-head. I have UConn in my championship. Dan is UCLA winning the championship. If UConn can knock off UCLA and hang on to the championship, I ideally will win. You need everybody to lose and collapse, and that gives you like a what 0.5 percent chance of winning. Like everybody's team needs, it. but that's the thing. You have if your teams win, that'll still keep like Fallon to have ahead of you. You guys have very similar final sets of teams, right? So yeah. it would have to go a very specific way where UConn usually advance and UConn advances. I will ideally take away the the massive thirty dollar jackpot we have on the line. That is an. Tire. I'm trying to think of like what would that one one Jersey Mike sandwich one Jersey Mike sub. <laughs> That's how it feels when you go to Jersey Mike. You're like, can I get extra meat? That'll be your left arm. Like, hmm. yeah. Uh, but I really need it. Uh, I can't believe Gonzaga won last night. I was really thought TCU would prevail. Drew Timmy had an absolute like master class again for some reason. What a surprise! But I, there's no doubt in my mind he will. Well, also he's definitely not getting drafted, but. He has no business in the next level, I think. I don't know if I'm alone in that thought. But he's, what, a 6'10 power forward that plays straight. Like, he's like, if you drop Kevin McHale in, not even Kevin McHale, if you dropped, um, this guy used to wear the goggles, he played on the Lakers, oh, Mikan. He's like, if you drop Mikan in the NCAA tournament in today's date, he's got a couple post moves. He shoots 13% from three. Shoots sixty percent from the stripe, and is like kind of crafty. He just seems like one of those guys that just I, I don't see him transitioning to the league. He's just a hard worker. He's like six foot ten, Zach Eady. Uh, uh, my favorite meme is the uh, the fast edit of like people of uh, McDonald's workers like wrapping up like you know their food, mm-hmm. like that. And like I saw, I was like. If Zach Easy, if Zach Eady was like six ten, it's just the fast editing of yeah, the Yeah, he's another guy. He's a great kid, great leader, great for the program. But like, he's okay. he's never attempted a collegiate three. He's gonna be, he's gonna be a late two guy. Yeah, probably. He's gonna get picked just because he's seven five, and you know what? He has a couple decent post moves. I mean, it really just consists of like that post hook. Yeah, and a dunk. Uh, he's a guy that, once again, I think his personality and his leadership are some key traits, but who really runs a true center these days? The only two real true centers are, what, top of the league in passing and scoring and can shoot a three ball. Yeah. And that's neither of those guys. They came out in the wrong decade. 
if Zach Eady was in, you know, 92, he would have been the first overall pick. 100%. 100%. Him and Olajuwon would have... Uh... See, but Olajuwon was crafty, though. Zach Eady's like... I don't even know who Tall. his pro comp would be. He's just big and powerful. It's like... Um, uh, I'm trying to I'm try- I forget his name, but it's going to come to me. Did he play for the Rockets? Uh, well, you got this, Evan. I'm trying to think. Uh, Let's just go with Hassan Whiteside for now. Sure. But, you know, I think he gets absolutely cooked. Samuel D'Alembert. I mean, we even saw him in the Big Ten get cooked by fast, their shortest centers. I'm not going to say this as a Rutgers fan. Cliff outpaced and ran him at six foot ten. Uh, you saw other guys even in you know all through regular league play. He's a little slow footed, and he's not gonna be able to keep it like a Nick Claxton in the NBA, who's not even a top guy, even though he's taking the next step in his game, would absolutely cook Zach Eady. Faster, quicker, more athletic. Those FDU guys do. I mean, the FDU guys were six foot seven. Yeah, but, but it was also it was like a gang. It was like watching like a pack of hyenas take down an elephant. Yeah. They were just every time he caught the ball, they just jumped on his That's back true. and swarmed. That's them. true. That's true. I feel I like that analogy. Yeah, you did a good job there. Let's go on. Proud of you. <laughs> but full circle back to FDU. Yeah. I think that was the perfect match matchup for them. Um I had Memphis actually beating them in the next round. I didn't think FDU could pull it off. But for the same reasons I thought they were gonna get beat. I thought, you know, the team was gonna have to hound Zach Eady. That's most teams' game plan. And I really thought the moment was too big for their freshman backcourt. Um, I didn't think they could hit big time, big moment shots on the biggest stage. And that's kind of what we saw. They looked real timid and afraid to shoot the ball. Uh, in another universe where, let's say, Arizona gets the one and Purdue gets the two, I think Arizona clobbers FDU. And I also think Purdue clobbers Princeton. That's kind of my little hypothesis there. Obviously, we'll never be able to test that thing out. I just think Zach Eady would overwhelm. Princeton, I don't think they have the athleticism that FDU did to kind of, you know, gang annihilate him. And I also think Arizona has way too many experienced weapons to handle FDU. That's my, that's my little oh, theory in a nutshell. Oh, that's good. You could also tell him just bitter that I had Arizona winning it all. Cool. Evan, I don't care. Run the tournament back 50 times. Arizona is going to the Final Four 40 of those 50 times. Sure. Arizona is still, in my eyes, the best team in this tournament. Um, they were the, like my two. I wish I made like an edit or something, right? Because my two yeah, favorite man. teams going in. Um, I think I, I think I had this written down somewhere when I was doing my analysis. Is it was Arizona and UConn were my two favorite teams going in. They had the star power. They had the depth. They had a little bit everything going on. They had defensive and offensive efficiency, and a high tempo. That's why, even though I picked Virginia to win, I didn't like them go far. I had them losing like the very next round because those slow tempo, high efficiency teams. You know, sometimes when they get a little frazzled, they just absolutely buckle the knees because they sp- take the entire shot clock on offensive position, and they can't come back. And that was your Purdue. That was your Virginia. A couple other teams. But what's your breakdown of it? For what? First round in general. What, what are your, some of your key takeaways, some of your school upsets you didn't like? In general, what, what are the vibes, you know? Uh, I mean... I don't know. I just kind of just watched. Okay, what you got favorite game? Uh, I don't know. I guess seeing Virginia sort of just 
lose um, that game. The thought process between just chucking that ball that way. Like, chucking is one thing. Yeah. Well, first off, they had a timeout. Yeah. But just, it's like he passed it to him. That game was insane. Yeah. Uh, Memphis losing really irritated me. You saw that one live. We were all at, right. We were at Horseshoe Tavern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Penny Hardaway was disgusted. I know he's even more disgusted because the path of them would have been nice having to play FDU, and it kind of kind of lurked in. And you know, people saying that Penny's job is at risk now. There's no way. I don't see him getting fired in any universe. Um, I think that game was lost with a couple stupid player decisions as well as a couple bad calls. They had the game in the bag, and, you know, so so be it. FAU beat them, hit a clutch shot. Um, he brings the top prospects, and I think he he draws up a good game plan. So I, I don't think Penny's – he's nowhere near at Patrick Ewing level yeah. threat who just got fired. Yeah, yeah. That – that well, he's a disaster as a head coach. Pat like, Ewing. He, it was almost like he knew he was getting fired, and he was like, let me just uh, milk these last few yeah. years. He milked them all right. They were just like, he, he went here. Yeah. He he went here. We got to make yeah, a coach. Yeah, right. Penny was pissed, though. He was wearing the air pennies on the side. I don't know how many times I've pointed that one out, but he I like did. the air pennies. He did. And, and he chucked that water bottle, bro. He just launched it. In a loud bar, you kept repeating to yourself. He's oh, got the pennies he's got on. got the pennies. He's got the pennies. So that was the good luck charm, man. Yeah. Obviously, it was not good luck. Yeah, because the guy threw a yeah terrible pass at the end, the mm-hmm. Memphis guy. Yeah. <sighs> don't even get reminded. I was like, it's in the bag. It's it over. was in the bag until it very much wasn't. I already cashed my points in. I was like, yes, the Pete picks finally checked because I had a horrendous day. I think I literally had like only the one seeds right on the first day. Like, I had an abysmal first day. And I was like, all right, Memphis could pull this through and do the little run I had. I had met, I had Maryland winning that first game. I think Maryland played that first game. Yeah. I was like. All right, I think I'm feeling it. I think I got it, and then it's just been downhill. You know what's fun? Not worrying about your bracket and just kind of watching. No, I like doing that. Uh, I like worrying, honestly. I feel like that's what adds to a little bit of the mystique, but definitely in the later rounds for a fact. Yeah. So it, keeps, it keeps me enthralled, you know? Like I feel like I got something on the line. Well, of course, we do have something on the line, which is a nice little prize reward. Mm-hmm. But well, I think what my bracket taught me this year, though, is – if you can iron out like a good Final Four, even Elite Eight, you'll be all right. I was in beyond dead last coming out of day one. And now uh, things are looking up for Peter. Every time he knocks me down, he pulls me back in. Yeah, you try to rub salt in my wound and make fun of me with that Venmo payment. Uh, like I took it personally. No, the gods were like, oh, Evan was a little hard on Pete. <laughs> if you okay? If it was you, your entire final four would have got eliminated the next yeah, day. Yeah, honestly, the whole yeah, the entire well, it kind of did. Yeah, it did. Well, you still have Houston. Sorry, I have Houston, Alabama. I have Alabama. All right, who did? And that's it. I actually had Alabama losing to who's that? Is that? Oh, actually, my that might be Arizona. I might just bat my entire statement. Princeton might have been absolute garbage because is Arizona in that, in that division? I might have just oh. I might have just botched everything that I just said, and people listening back, you know what? Flame me. Hop in the comments, actually. Yeah, exactly. We, we, have, we have a few uh, new followers, which, by the way, welcome, welcome to our show. Uh, if you if you're listening this uh, much in, you probably know that we uh, just kind of like to talk. No, we do like to talk, but yeah. actually, I was absolutely no, I was right. Sorry, Arizona would have played Princeton. All right. My apo- no, Arizona did play Princeton. I'm absolutely lost. But yes, okay. that statement was completely backwards. Arizona 
would not have played FDU if they were the one. Actually, or would they have been moved into that conference? Honestly, who cares? I'm delusional. Point being, down with the Dolphins, Mets suck. Um, did we uh, talk about Edwin Diaz? Uh, the, what? what was the last one? Edwin Diaz. We did not mention that yet. We did. We did sort of talk about it last episode. No, we did. Okay, I just wasn't sure. I just wanted to take my little dig right there. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. By the way, this guy's a Yankee fan, so clearly class is not in his vocabulary. Hey. I saw a nice meme on uh, TikTok where it's like, that Duke fans out there, they're eliminated. And it like fades into the Yankees hat. Yes, yes, yes. They got to get ready for opening day. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, flame this guy. Flame the, flame my co-host in the comments. Just flame him. Check the last episode. I don't take too kindly to those Duke Yankee Cowboy fans. Hey, they're also Laker fans too. <sighs> Some Celtics. Some Celtics. On a good day. Warriors. Don't forget the Warriors. Who's worse, a, a Celtics or a Lakers fanboy? Oh, Lakers. Mm, hear me out here. I think the average Lakers fan is worse, but I think the pinnacle of fanboys might be worse for those those Lakers teams. Uh, Celtics teams, my fault. I think it adds that little extra flair that they haven't won anything since the dawn of time. Who, the Celtics? Well, the bulk of their winning. My apologies. Uh... Well, I guess it, it, I think it's when Boston sports get good, it gets obnoxious. It gets, like Philly. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Philly. Uh, Philly might no, be taking. Philly worse. Philly Philly's worse. I used to think Boston was worse. So I think Philly takes the, the game. Boston fans are. Uh, they're they're they are obnoxious. So I'm, I'm happy they're sort of eating crow now with the Patriots not being as good. Yeah, but then they all disappear. It's like, oh, we'll just reemerge. Nah, they're so not Philly really fans never go away. Some of those Boston fans, they they hang, they put it on the rack until they start winning again. Keep going. The Pittsburgh fans aren't that bad. Well, yeah, it's not Philly. Yeah, but it's like, you know, they have I, I, all their colors. Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh are, I don't know, Steeler fans are annoying. Steeler fans are pretty bad. But they actually have been good forever. So it's kind of like, how do you even blame them? Well, the, if you want to say the bulk of their winning hasn't, you know. But even up to the now, 70s. they haven't been bad. Even when they haven't been Super Bowl champs, they haven't been bad. They're still like contenders all the time. Yeah, but at are their, they really at competitors? Their, at their absolute worst, they were 500. Yeah, but they're not that good. You'd be talking smack if your worst season was not losing. But they're not good. This come from Miami fan, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Mike Tomlin over at this, Coco. This is the guy that thinks two is his future right here. I mean, This yeah, is the man is. officer. Here he is. I mean, hey, lock me up, but then I'm going to get bailed out because I'm saying the truth. Wait, what do you got, uh, SpongeBob from that one scene where he's like, I put this guy away, and he puts it, he's like, lets him out. Yeah, all him. right, time's up. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. If you, what was to say? If you... If you don't do the time, don't do the something like that. Don't do the if crime. You, come on, I mean, you know uh, if, you do, if you if you if you can't do the time, don't, don't do, do the, the crime. crime. All right, time's up. And I can't wait for baseball to start. Opening day is literally around the corner. Like, I see it. I'm I smell it. It's a smelly smell. The smelly smell that smells smelly. Yeah. 
I did just see that SpongeBob clip, so I get it. I get it. Yeah. But you know, I'm hoping for a Yankees masterclass this season. Mm, if definitely. I don't see a championship in the next three years, blow it up. You're gonna have to blow it up. Trade everybody, clear house. Now's when you go into like absolute. It's not even cap hell in baseball because it doesn't matter, and cap is actually imaginary in the MLB. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, look at the Dodgers. They're like, yeah, we don't care. We're going to sign anybody. You want to be a part of that. You, you're a little jealous. Cohen hasn't really gotten his chance to. Yeah, man, I know, right? He, he's got that deep pockets, and what did he get? Marte? That was, that was, like, the best piece you've signed since? Yeah, definitely, man. What? What has it been? Is that what you think? Alonzo, you're going to pay him. I mean, I what? mean. I How mean, much a year? What's he going to get? 35 a year I, I to mean, I mean, be France, mid? I mean, did you see Lindor? Lindor solid. He he's turned around. He's turned around. Yeah. Diaz turned around. Those are two real top signings. Diaz being out, I think, might be the biggest killer for you guys out of anybody on the team because to make those deep runs, if you could have an, a guaranteed out on a ninth inning, there's nothing better than that. I mean, yeah. I saw a report that said that they were maybe hopeful for a l- very late return. And I think with your bullpen being kind of, like your relievers being kind of bare, losing Diaz. I think we see not even in the postseason a lot of regular season Mets leads being blown. Well, I mean, yeah, if you're losing the best reliever in baseball, it's but I already think your relievers were already pretty bare to begin with. The only guy s- what, what you lost Seth Lugo. Oh, I mean, we got I, Adam Ottavino had a great year. David Robertson had a very good year. No way, um, Aaron Judge. And I'm like Adam Ottavino. Oh. oh. I mean, uh, Aaron Judge is kind of ass, so he's not that good. I mean, the Phillies are looking in tip-top shape. I, I, the I Marlins mean, suck. Who it, cares? I mean, Aaron the Braves Judge. are looking. The, okay. the Braves are ready to go. Def- yeah, I'm very at least I'm they, very scared. At least they started slow. I'm the not Phillies are I'll, I'll say If this. those two teams start out firing, you guys are done. Okay, relax. Relax. All right, peanut got I'm actually more scared when Bryce Harper gets back. I'm more scared about the Phillies than the uh, Braves. What makes you say that? They did Trey, lose. Um, Trey Turner. Trey Turner, definitely. Trey, a lot of people are thinking he's going to have a Javi Baez season where they're predicting he's going to chase, chase a lot of balls. They've seen his offense and efficiency kind of taper off over the years. He's going to, you don't think so? No chance? Trey Turner. You is, see him in the World Baseball Trey Classic? Turner, he's he's Trey Turner, some dingers. He's Captain America. <laughs> Trey Turner is a, is a better ball player than Javi Baez. Wow. He is. Baez is very flashy. And obviously, we saw. I saw a little bit of him. Javi might be the most fun player that I've he's seen a in fun, my life. He's a fun player for sure, but like I those Cubs years, but, I was like, come on, those those uh, Javi Baez edits used to go crazy. I mean, yeah, but did you see his year last year with Detroit? I know the Tigers. I think aren't he good. swung out a pitch and landed ten feet from the pitcher. I mean, he was swinging, he was swinging pitches all the way up to the fucking concession stand. That's like I wonder if that's a scattering report on him. Like pitchers look at like have you bias this week? Just don't throw it anywhere in the strike zone. Yeah. Or like what's like the coach telling him? Just swing aimlessly. Just <laughs> swing. Like, just swing the bat. It's bound to connect. The fact that he's not batting like one ten is honestly astonishing. Because he's not a complete ass. Like if it's in the zone, he'll hit it. Like don't get me wrong, he's oh, yeah. a very talented player, but like he's swinging at everything. He does swing at everything. So you know when they're like, oh, a lot of guys have that take. They're like, I'm going to swing on the first pitch. Most times it's a strike. Javi's like, what if I just swung at every, every pitch. single pitch? Yeah. He like, I wonder, what do you think his average at bat in terms of pitches is? Like what? I'm over or under three and a, uh, four and a half. Oh, that's generous. I'm, honestly, it might be like two. 
Mm. Just oh yeah, I forgot you can get out in like one pitch. Yeah. My grind. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. It might be around three pitches. Uh, see, it's either a strikeout or like a nice. He likes a nice deep fly out. Yeah. I don't know, man. If he's like he has with his weird swing, he might get under the ball, like a nice little chopper to like third base. All right. He he does like the. He does have like a weird like. He likes to just absolutely try to kill that ball, but you know, might get the end of that end of the bat. Stun his hands a little bit. What are your predictions though for that? Uh, for your division. Mets one, uh, Nationals two. Well, first legitimate, legitimate rankings. But also, give, give me a couple. Give me a win number. How many Mets wins are the Mets coming out with? Look, I don't. Let's set this in stone right here. The edit's coming very shortly. As soon as you say this number, before the injury to Diaz. No, right now. Okay, I'll get there. Right now. No, I'm gonna stall right now. Right there, Frank the Tank. Anyway. Uh, ninety. I'm either between ninety four wins to ninety six wins. That's generous. What did you guys get last year? Hundred and one. Okay. I think I can't give you ninety three wins. I you guys might be the most injury susceptible team too, especially with the age of your pitchers. Uh, Scherzer never was really that injury guy, but especially coming off a little bit of an injury bug last season. So of course. I mean, your other pitcher is like 96. But he's good. Lindor didn't miss much last year, I don't believe. Alonzo missed a little bit, I think. I don't think those guys missed a whole lot. I know Lindor was like, what, two years ago. I think he missed a decent amount of time. Yeah. I think Lindor played every single game, or he was at least healthy for every single game. Come this year, are you guys a little nervous about San Diego in the playoffs? I know. No, nah, I'm not saying this for any wild. I'm not reasons. nervous about any other team besides ourselves. I mean, Tatis is coming back with Soto okay. and Machado. Machado is looking. Okay, okay. The whole Tatis's stock has very much sort of been the tank. He's still a top offensive player. I don't care. I mean, he's been out for a year, so let's see how long it he gets acclimated back. That's true. Baseball takes some time to to reacclimate, but also that was on a year that Soto was fairly cold. That's true. I expect Soto to come the bounce back for sure. I I, I could see him being my prediction. So to see, I want to see 280, 38 home runs. I mean, this is his is this his contract year. I forget if it's if it's this. See year. this or the next. Yeah, something like that. But I mean, they have no Tati should come back what halfway through the year. I mean, like Machado is really that guy. He's very good. I I was hoping. If he was a free agent next year, I would have loved, like the Mets to take a look at him. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna be one of those players that ages well and plays very well to like his mid thirties. I think one hundred percent. Because I mean, we've seen it already. He's been playing since he was real young, and he was an absolute stud in Baltimore that yep. I know all too well. That was the, he was like the sparkling gem in the dumpster fire that was that organization. Yeah, he was a phenomenal defender too. Yep, uh, great arm and a. His uh, average is definitely tapered off a little bit, but hits for great power and a solid average. What what is it? This like great locker room guy in general. No, I've never heard Manny Machado getting into fights with his teammates. He's definitely he's had his fair share of. Uh, I mean, he did stomp on the guys. Uh, you know. Yeah. No. No. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying though with the other team, but his I've never heard his teammates internally hating them within. Yeah. Right. Unless I'm just lost. I'm forgetting. Uh, me, yeah. Me too. That's a guy. I mean, what are they painting right now? Like three something, something, something like that. 
A nice they, chunk of change. They pay if Judge signed that what four hundred ten that they offered him. That team would be a horrifying lineup. Were they in? Were they in the sweepstakes? Oh, you didn't see the official uh, Judge oh. report. Judge said that San Diego offered oh, him eight four hundred ten million, and he and he turned it down to stay with the Yankees. Steinbrenner had called him like the day before, really early in the night, and they talked. He said for endless hours, and they really they bumped up the offer. I believe the, the final Yankees offer was like what three twenty. I think mm-hmm. it was closer to the two ninety three hundred range. And Simon was like, "Look, we want to keep you as lifelong Yankee." They met him at three twenty, got the years he wanted, and he was willing to take that sacrifice on pay to stay a Yankee. Right, four hundred ten million they were willing to pay him. That is re- that is crazy to think about. Yeah. So uh, when people criticize the Mets for spending a lot, the San Diego Padres are doing the same exact thing. I mean, that four hundred ten million was—it's—it's an overpay, but it's like—is it really a gross overpay? I mean, the Padres spent a lot of money. Used to spend a lot of money on a lot of their signings. Did not. It's work like, out. To see, but I like to see teams actually like want to win. There's a lot of owners in baseball. I mean, for sure, there's nothing wrong with the Padres spending the money, but obviously picking, choosing who spends their money is fine. And you know, yeah, baseball is one of the sports where I don't even criticize teams for spending boatloads of cash because in reality, the cap is actually a myth. Yeah. Um, unlike football, where bad cap situations will cripple you for decades. Yes and no. I think like we're gonna see the Saints always make room. They're pushing those contracts because yeah, they restructure their contracts. In two to three years, the Saints, not no, not even the Saints, the Browns come time like the Raiders. The Browns might not be able to field like an. They might feel like a, like that version of minor league team. They I mean, will, yeah, they will yeah. have an actual roster of you know vet mins and garbage. I mean, yeah, sure. And I get trying to win now, but like. You're really if it doesn't work, I mean, yeah, you will be garbage for the next. Like you, you just came from garbage, right? And you have this little window. You're like, yeah, we're we want to go back to that. We want to go back to the dumpster fire hellscape that we were just then. I mean, they talk a lot of shit, so I think they deserve it. Cleveland. There was a little blip of, oh, Cleveland. I'm happy that you're doing well. I can't believe they gave Deshaun all that money. And all they, why would they like? How did who's his agent? How did they get all that guaranteed cash? It was the the brothers were like, yep, that sounds good to me. Because yep. it's not like anybody they else is going to give him. There's no way anybody else is giving him that money. Uh, let's not forget they gave up a lot. Like and it wasn't, you know, the Texans didn't have any leverage. It could have been it, like if the Texans were like, you know, I'd give them like a. I mean, they're willing to give the Texans like, a, oh, I'll give you like a three. What are they going to say? No, and just have them sit on the bench? Yeah. And then walk for nothing. It's like the Jets and the Packers right now, well, like minus the assault charges. Uh, what The Packers have zero leverage, you know. Of course. The Jets can be like, here's a third-round pick. Go F yourself, or he's going to retire. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. That, that's what you get. When you have no leverage, you kind of just take what you get. Yeah. You're you're not, you're not a, what should we call it? You're a seller in the buyer's market. Yeah. And the Browns were like, we're going to match your offer. And I bet you the Texans were probably stunned. Yeah, the Browns were like, oh, act. they were like, the Houston Kings, and they're like, we want like a two and a five. And Browns were like, how about all ones? Is that okay? It's like, uh, 
the SpongeBob clip where uh, Patrick's negotiating with the Flying Dutchman. Uh, three right wishes. That only we get five, four, three. Take it or leave it. And he was like, uh, "Deal, deal, three. <laughs> Man, you got any? Uh, give us a nice t- takeaway. What, what's your What's your Evan Sports either hot take of the week? Give me a quote. Give me just give me something. Leave Leave the viewer with a little Evans gem. Well, on the car right here to record, you know who, who I was listening to? Yeet. No. Uh, take, take a guess. Drake. No. Blink-182. Not, Not rap or rock. Frank Ocean. No. Um, I don't think you would. Madonna. No. <laughs> no. I got one more guess on me. Okay. Hmm. Can I get a genre? The weekend. No. <sighs> I was gonna I was gonna give you it. I'll give I'll give you like the genre sort of kind of boy band. No we're gonna listen to the Backstreet Boys. No. Big time rush. No. One direction. Yes. Why what were you listening to? I was bored. I was just like, fuck it. <laughs> I was wa- I was watching old parody uh like song parodies. Oh my god, I know exactly which parody you watched. Which one? Uh, a vision in my head, I couldn't tell you what it was, but I just remember watching those videos when I was like we were like what in middle school. Yeah. It was like <coughs> I, <coughs> because like Ooh. it it wasn't just like, I was just like randomly I was like I feel like watching this. I have nothing else to watch. I'm going to watch these old song mm-hmm. parodies and I remember watching the song parody of they did a song parody of uh, uh, you don't know you're beautiful, and I was like, oh yeah, this song, this song, and I, unironically kind of and also ironically like it. I couldn't even tell you what happened to everybody but Harry Styles. I remember Zane was popping for Zane was probably because he was dating uh, which one Gigi, and Hadid? I don't even know who Gigi did. Yeah, I don't know who other than those two. I don't know the names. Is there, I was about to say James, but that was Big Time Rush. Yeah, no, it's James. They were literally like the, let's make a group kind of like One Direction, but not really. Were they before? I think I thought Big Time Rush was before. Like James was kind of like their Zane. Or was Zane their James? Mind blown. Nobody could top Gustavo, though. That's all that matters. Gustavo Rock? Yeah. Or or uh, Hawk? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That every time he's on screen, the fucking he does the fucking face and then the fucking fucking in the background. Take it that, ladies and gentlemen, Evan Big Boy Band. Love Big Boy. Yeah, love him.